What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Mason Boyd, joined... Welcome back, Glenn Enos. Junior. And Matt Souza. What's going on? And today, we have a special guest with us, a fellow league member. He's been doing it since I've been in the league, uh, Zach Aronson. What's up, Zach? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? Not much, Uh, man. Doing well. How are you? Hey, it's good to be on here, you know. Give you guys some fantasy advice. Maybe throw you some bad advice to throw you to the way. We'll Ooh. see what happens. Sabotage already. <laughs> I was so going to say, we got that covered already. So your thing is, Zach, this is... <laughs> yeah, def- definitely you guys do. <laughs> this is groundbreaking right here, Zach, because you're the first guest via over the phone that we're going to have. So that's, that's what I said. You know, this is, this is big for the Stellar Seller podcast, um, you know. You guys are going global now, I think. Yeah, I think, I think this week, yeah. this week Zach Aronson. Next week, Tom Brady. Week after that, Donald Trump. Yeah, Who? don't have him on. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Probably, probably not going to have him on. All right, so yeah, week two was fun, but we're on to week three now. All right, just just a quick recap. Uh, since the Monday night game uh, happened after me and Susan recorded, uh, Chicago ended up beating Seattle, um, which took... My pick total to 10 wins, Glenn at 9 wins, Souza at 5. I don't know what the fuck you're Mason doing, Souza. Two in your own horn, man. Would you say that? Mason on fire. I know, dude. For that one win. Okay, I'm leading right now. I, mean, I got 15 right now, okay, so okay. I'm leading. I'm right behind him, breathing down your neck. Yeah, that's true. You know, I have one bad week. If you week. feel something on the back of your neck, that's my tongue. Oh, okay. It might be my testicle. Watch out. <laughs> Oh, great, dude. I missed something. That's so encouraging. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, let's get into week three. First game on the slate is the Jets versus the Browns. Wow. What Gross. a Thursday night game. Oh, huh? my God. You know what? You guys. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Thanks, Zach. You guys go, go ahead, bash this game. But no. the Browns and the Jets are going to make some noise on Thursday night. They're turning around. I yeah. believe it. You know what that noise is going to sound like? A nice wet fart. <laughs> That's what it's going to sound like. I'll be honest with you. This this game has got me freaking pumped. <laughs> it's it's going to be good, Zach. I don't know why everyone's bashing it. You guys got to you gotta, you gotta remember, as someone who is a Bucks fan, the, the wallowing in this shit is uh, kind of my expertise. So, <laughs> um, this thing has got me pumped. There's some there's some hidden fantasy points in here. People aren't people aren't uh, too observant about it at first glance. Absolutely, no, no. I agree with that. So let's let's talk about the Cleveland side of the ball. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, you, you feel good starting him against the Jets? No, I don't. I don't feel comfortable starting Tyrod Taylor in general. But I mean, if you're desperate, I don't know. The Jets D has been pretty serviceable. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I, I've said a bunch of times, I think Tyrod Taylor, for my taste, too conservative of a quarterback. Um, yet at the same time, he has high floor capability because of his mobility. So, I mean, if you're looking for a spot start or you're streaming a quarterback, maybe. But it's the Jets defense who's, like Susan said, they've been pretty good so far. So I wouldn't take the risk. Zach, people you're going to start on the Browns, who are they? Oh, okay. So some people need to look into Antonio Callaway. This this kid is a stud. And I'm not saying that just because he's from Florida, but this, <laughs> this guy is the next Antonio Brown. Um, he is fast. He has great hands. Uh, a very good route runner. Look at Antonio Brown to torch this Jets defense this week. 
Uh, Callaway, you mean? Oh, Callaway, sorry. That's, see what I'm saying, what happened right there? Brown, <laughs> He's already mixing up Antonio <laughs> Brown and Freudian, Callaway. Freudian slip. Wait, games. Zach, do you know who has him in our league? Me. I mean, you seem to have everybody in that. I picked him up. <laughs> I was looking at your team today, I'm like, holy shit, this kid's going to win the league. Yeah, it's all right. It's just gas. It'll fizzle out. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so so besides Callaway, uh, Juice is always a great start, uh, especially in PPR. You really aren't going to have a problem with him. I don't think anyone's had a problem with him since since then. I think one of the bigger questions on, on the Browns, like obviously Tyrod Taylor, you're not going to start him unless uh, your quarterback breaks his leg. And you don't have anybody, and you're you're an 18 team league because he sucks. Right. Yeah. But, but uh, Joku has been one of those ones where you're kind of like, okay, the talent is there, but does he get the targets? And going into the season, it was okay. Tyler Taylor, Charles Clay have always had a combination, but in Joku, you know, I think you got to sit him this week. He hasn't shown anything too crazy yet, and. Um, I don't. I don't know any of the Browns players you're starting besides Juice or Callaway, Hyde, Hyde, and Chubb. It's kind of tough. Hyde had a touchdown last week. Yeah, Hyde's Hyde's found the end zone twice in a row. So uh, I wouldn't mind starting Hyde at flex, or even if you're reaching for an RB too. Yeah, yeah, Hyde, Hyde, Hyde. I can see you. So I I understand that, but it's Jets. Jets do typically defend the run pretty well, so that's why I tend to hesitate from them this week. Um, We'll see, though. I mean, it's a it's a Thursday night game. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. true. Going, going on to the Jets side of the ball, honestly, um, Crowell as an RB2, Powell as a flex, pass-catching flex. Um, Quincy Anunua has been proven pretty good with Sam Darnold. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for somebody with a with – a, like a, if, you, if, if you're looking for, I don't know, maybe a flex play this week, Robbie Anderson – but once again, Robbie Anderson, I think he's shown the first two weeks who Robbie Anderson is. He's going to be a touchdown dependent. Literally boom or bust. Yeah. It's, it's one or the other. I'm off Robbie <laughs> Anderson. He was He's great with uh, Josh McCown, but uh, Sam Darnold, he's he's not he's not showing the throw to him. He has a couple of receptions in two weeks. And, uh, you know, I think Quincy is a good wide receiver, two flex. I think Powell, I'd rather start Powell over Crowell. Just every week in general. I agree with PPR, that. PPR, definitely. Um, but Crowell, he's shown flashes in week one. Guys, Browns at the Jets. Who are we taking? Oh, man. I told you. The Browns are going to win this sometime this year. But what game? Is I'm, it this one? You know what? I'm taking Cleveland. I'm, I can't do it yet. I'm picking the Jets. Zach, who are you taking? Give me the Browns. Oh, at a boy. Uh, I'm going to say a little J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets on Thursday night. That's a tough one, I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you guys, I'm surprised because they've played both both pretty good teams. They have. uh, Pretty hard the first two weeks. So, Jets look like my mom's, uh, you know what, but anyway. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Well, I've I've seen that, so it's not that bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, let's move on to the next game. Uh, Pretty decent one. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock start. Saints and Falcons. Ooh, division. Love it. Saints and Falcons, obviously you're going to go with the guys who are your money makers. Alvin Kamara, oh. Michael Thomas, Drew Brees. Yo, okay, question for the for the panel. Does Michael Thomas keep up this ridiculous pace that he's on this week, or does he hit a wall? Uh, yes, the guy's a fucking animal. Yes, the guy's a fucking animal. <laughs> he, he is a fucking animal. <laughs> and Atlanta's defense lost some key players, you know? I That's think, very true. I think he's getting 10 receptions at least. 
Just saying. Um, and, and Mason, when I say he's a fucking animal, like, yeah, he might dip down below 20 points this week. But it, he's going to be a wide receiver one. Oh, right, right, absolutely. I just meant, he's like, gonna... for the reception, uh, like, the rate of receptions that he's going on. Like, he's probably, I don't know, what, like, what his average is probably going to be right now. But he's, he's on pace. He's to... probably on pace for, like, two. Yeah, he's on pace. He's averaging 14 a game right now. He's on pace to shatter uh, Marvin Harrison's record. So, I mean, thing, obviously he'll slow down a little bit, but yeah, he's still going to be the thing is, Once Drew Brees gets in a rhythm with somebody, it's it's hard for them. Like, you guys remember um, back in the day when he had, I can't even remember. What, what was the wide receiver? Mark Colston. Colston, yeah. Colston. Colston, he oh, yeah. targeted him like every, every single game. Yeah. Except, here's the thing. Thomas is five times better than Colston. Oh, yeah. No Absolutely. doubt. So, on, on, yeah, without question. And now, and now it seems as though in the first two games, at least, I mean, granted, they haven't played the the best defenses, but like Drew Brees has finally got that fucking Marquise Colston rhythm yeah. with with Thomas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you you pair that with a guy like Kamara out of the backfield. It's it's a recipe for disaster for any defense that's facing the Saints. You guys Keep playing? You guys playing Ted Ginn? Um, yeah, I, I don't have a problem flexing him. Like I said, in that offense. Yeah, if you're in a deep league, you got to take a chance. Why not? Yeah, he'll probably get a big play this week. But, but um, I know you do. You don't. You don't really want to flex Ted Ginn. You don't. You don't want to. And then it's not gonna look you realize nice. when you when he's on your bench, he goes off. And then once you start him, he sucks. So I mean, it's kind of flip a coin. But, but, it's a gambling, like you know. For you. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, Zach. Yeah, Zach beat me in another league because Ten Gid uh, ate shit last week. Oh. So um, on the Falcon side of the ball, they looked better last week against Carolina. Matt Ryan looked like his MVP form. A little bit. But um, Julio Jones regressed a little bit from week one. Calvin Ridley showed some upside, Mason. He did. And, um, of course, Tevin Coleman with the lead back role. Yeah. He's going to get touches. He's going to, you know, perform well in those touches. Um, obviously, you know, they have Edo Smith in there. Sometimes the goal line carries. He could vulture a touchdown. Which pisses me off, by the way. Matt Ryan vultured two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck, Matt Ryan? I mean, that's just what Matt Ryan does. He pisses you off in fantasy Fucking football. Fucking asshole. And by you, he means Mason. Go back to Boston College, you dick. Wow, come on. Uh, what? That's, an, that's a former MVP you're talking about. Oh, fuck off. So you're starting your studs. You're starting Matt Ryan? Comfortable? Um, against the Saints? I mean, yeah. I feel like though, like Saints Falcons is always like one of those games where everyone's like, it's gonna be a fucking shootout, and then they end up, it ends up being like, like, like seventeen to fucking ten or something that one team wins. Division games are always tough, especially in the AFC South. Um, but yeah, I, I have no problem starting Matt Ryan, especially after last week. If he performs like that, you know you're in for a big day. Julio Jones the same. I'm, I'm not gonna start Calvin Ridley yet, just from the small sample size. No. Um, but Tevin Coleman, obviously with the lead back role, you're gonna start him. I mean, Udo Smith, you're taking your chances. Zach, anybody else you feel? Um, no, I, I mean, Sanu is always a weekly maybe at the flex. Um, I, a question I want to pose here is um, if Tevin Coleman didn't have this whole sickle cell anemia um, problem, would he? I think, I think he would outpace Devonta Freeman on the backfield, and it's pretty sad. Because I think he's he's a, a, a great back. I, I honestly think that. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. There's no doubt that Coleman has the talent to do it. But obviously, the way they split the workload between Coleman and Freeman, it's a, it's a two-headed monster. You don't know who's going to go off one week, who's going to go off the next week. 
And I think as Coleman, you know, furthers later in his career, he's going to show glimpses that he is the better back than Freeman. But right now, no Freeman, we're seeing what he can do. You know, until Freeman comes back, we're going to have to see how that offense works. But, I mean, yeah. we'll see. But uh, Saints, Saints and Falcons, who are we going to pick? Um, That's a good one. Saints. I like the Saints. Zach? Uh, give me the Falcons. Um, I'm going to go... Saints. All right. All right, boys. Not Next bad. on the slate, 49ers and Chiefs. My boy Jimmy oh, Gangster against my other boy, Pat Stones, Stones Mahomes. Mahomes. dude. Ooh. Um, Stones. Yeah, he's great. Pat Mahomes is great, right, Zach? Yeah. He's been showing it. I dropped him in Dynasty last year. I dropped him. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, Pat Mahomes has got the skills to pay the bills. He's got the um, skills around him as far as skilled position players as Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt. Um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if he can keep up this pace. But against San Francisco, you think uh, he could regress a little bit? It's his first. It's his first. Um, first home game actually against San Fran. So. Um, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, yeah. you're gonna start Mahomes, yeah, Tyree Kill, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, everybody, the whole nine yards on the San Francisco side. Kelsey. Souza is uh, is Jimmy G gonna have a Big Ben type of game? Is he gonna go off? Is he finally gonna show us what he's made of? I don't think Kansas City's defense um, is any good at all. No, I it's think, not. I think this could be a big Jimmy G game. If Marquise Goodwin is healthy and does play. He could possibly have a big game. George Kittle, I can see, have a big game. Yeah? Someone's got Yeah, maybe a pig will fly out of my fucking ass. Well, too. Come, on, come well, on. See, here's the thing. If Mason doesn't start George Kittle... Yeah, he's going to go off. He's bound to have this a big is, this game. Is how it, this is how it's going to happen. I'm going to have Evan Ingram all and George Kittle on my team all year, and I'm going to fucking cycle them in and out, and whichever one's on my bench is going to do great, and the one that I start is going to do fucking dog shit. Sounds like a Mason Boyd move. Right yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, it see, is. Even, my, even Zach knows. My fantasy luck in a nutshell. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Mason. I'm not. I'm not. I just have to make this this public because I think a lot of people think that. I don't know if I've seen you have a winning season in fantasy football. Oh, I have. I'm, I Many came. In, I came ago. in. Okay, relax, <laughs> Susa. I came in third place uh, three years ago. Oh, okay. So. It must have been the recent stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, Zach. Trust me, I've been I've been on a losing streak like you would not believe. Yeah. <laughs> like. So back to San Fran, uh, the running back situation. Susan, how you feel about Matt Burrito? I think he is going to have. Um, I think he's going to show more than he has been these last couple weeks. Uh, obviously, obviously he had a great game last week, on, mostly on a big run. But I think he's gonna. Um, I think this week's gonna be the, the turning point for Matt Breida, where he starts to take over a larger share of, of the offense, the snaps, and of course he's uh, pass catching back. So if it is a shootout, which it very well could be, then Breida's gonna see more work than, than someone like Morris. I think uh, I'm starting him this week. Yeah. So I think I think he's a good flex. Going forward, it's gonna be interesting to see how the San Francisco backfield shapes out. If Matt Breida does take that lead role. I'm not saying he could be what Jared McKinnon was supposed to be, but he could be a possible, you know, every every week you're going to start I him. feel like he should. I feel like he's definitely the better back between him and Alfred Morris. I feel like Alfred Morris is just like some washed-up bum who just has been <laughs> hopping from team to team ever since he had that one good year with the Redskins. You have so much shit to talk about. Honestly. Like, players. Every wait, week. like, 
We, we, we have Zach right on right now, but if we have, you know, Matt Breida in the future or Alfred Morris in the future, and then you're talking all this shit, I, it is my personal goal to get Demarius Thomas on this podcast oh, so yes. Mason can talk shit to him. Yeah, if he retires, like, next year or something? Say, uh, hey, Demarius, yeah. how does it feel to be soft as a grape? He would crush your head like a grape if you said that to his face. Oh, please, dude. He'd be like, oh, I don't know, man. I really didn't appreciate you saying that about me. Oh, One, he doesn't talk like that. And two, he'd whoop your ass. Zach, what do you think about the running back situation for the 49ers? I think, I think um, Greta is, is actually elite. Um, Whoa, elite? The E-word? Yeah, no, I I think he's I think he's a he's a, he's an every down back that you you got to watch out for in the next couple of years. Um, the way he the way he runs he, he runs the Jimmy G style where he can catch out of the backfield and he he also can be that hard hitter up the front. Got to watch out for him. I actually dropped him in our dynasty league that that Glennon and Mason are a part of, but Souza is a part of. Um, and I <laughs> I was pretty upset I had to do it, but the only reason I did it was because. He, uh, I, I had to, I had to draft a running back because that was all that was available. Yeah. You gotta watch, you gotta oh watch yeah, that's right. You, you gotta, you gotta watch out for this guy in the coming, in the future, and not just because Jared McKinnon, because McKinnon is gone. When else has he gotten an opportunity like this to actually shine? I mean, you got a first round pick like Carlos Hyde coming in and taking all the snaps. Of course, you're gonna give him the ball. Yeah. Clearly, he wasn't that good. That's why they shipped him out. Now you got Jared. They, they feel like they need to sign Jared McKinnon. Gets injured, okay. Look at Brita. He's 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 making that team better. He really is. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day. I mean, isn't that what matters at the end of the day? You talk about people like like that. I mean, I can, I can yeah. go on to other people. I'll, I'll wait for further in the matchup, but I think Brita is someone you got to watch into the future. So, so definitely keep Brita on your watch list as we move forward. San Fran visiting Kansas City. Souza. I was going to say Mason, but I've started with you a lot, so we're going with Souza right, right now. All right, fair enough. Um, I am going to go with the 49ers. Pat Mahomes is going to come down to earth a little bit. Jimmy G is going to show us what he's made of. 49ers. I am all on the big stones Mahomes train. I am picking Kansas City to win this game at home in Pat Mahomes' Arrowhead Stadium debut. Zach, who are you picking? I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I think the Chiefs' defense sucks. Um... But I'm, I'm going to give it to Stones Mahomes on this one. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, give it to him. All right. Yeah. Mason? I mean, I'm – dude, I feel like this train for Kansas City just has to keep chugging along. I'm, I'm going Kansas City. I mean, they don't look like they're stopping anytime soon. All so. aboard. All aboard the Kansas <laughs> City train. All right. Next up, we got Oakland and Miami. Wait, the Oakland who? Oh, the fucking Raiders. Against the Miami Dolphins. Who you got? The 2-0 and undefeated Miami Dolphins. The AFC, AFC East. Yeah, it was AFC like, East <laughs> leading Miami Dolphins. Who would have thought? 6-0 Florida record. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, it's week two, Zach. Miami's going to come down to earth. It's just gas. Tampa might come down to earth. And Jacksonville? I mean, Jacksonville's Jacksonville. I think they're good. They could well, we go 16-0. They could. <laughs> the Raiders are... They're shaky, you know? I could see them losing this game. They should have won last week. But... Should have, would have, could have. Shit happens, right? I'll tell you what. 
Marshawn Lynch has gotten two touchdowns in two weeks. Yes. Um, Amari Cooper. Here he goes again. Flashed. He, he flashed. He as soon as we gained confidence yeah, in Amari Cooper. Hold on, real quick before you continue. Guess where he was? On my bench. I was gonna say that's why he played well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so are you gonna start him this yeah. week? Probably. Like a boy thing. It is. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so if Mason starts him, don't expect much. <laughs> but that's that's the expert fantasy analysis we can give you. If Mason starts Amari Cooper, don't, don't expect, expect much. But if he sits him, you better put his ass in the starting lineup. <laughs> Zach, is this a Derek Carr issue or an Amari Cooper issue? I'll be honest with you. I think Amari Cooper hasn't shown anything that you can't trust him this year. He's been catching every ball that's been thrown to him. I think I think it's um, you, so so Sousa, I, I address you in, in this way. I mean, are you talking about in terms of week one and uh, how the last years have been going? Yeah, for Amari Cooper's sake, like he hasn't been great. Is that Derek Carr's fault? Or is that Cooper's fault? I mean, you get Sousa, it's week two. But last year, you know, he last year, he sucked last year. Too. Um, no, it's last year game. was definitely Amari. Last year was definitely Amari Cooper's fault. He, you couldn't you couldn't trust him. He was dropping balls. Now. Now this year, they've got a little more rapport together. Um, I, I I think, you know, as as um, as a lot of people have been thinking, uh, you you got to trust in Amari Cooper. You drafted him where he was. He was a second to third round pick. Um, he hasn't he hasn't shown you any evidence that he's he's the, he's the problem. Uh, they're playing a shit Dolphins team. Uh, yeah. you, you, you plug him. You plug him in this week. Yeah, I mean Amari Cooper. I'm not feeling that way. As the great Michael Scott once said, fool me once, strike one. Fool me twice, strike three. <laughs> uh, I'm done with Amari Cooper until he proves that, you know, he can be what we all thought he would be. Um, obviously, you know, if you have him, you're going to, you know, put him in your lineup, either as a flex, wide receiver two, whatever. Um, on the Dolphin side of the ball, Mason, Kenyon Drake. Um, Kenny Stills. Uh, Tannehill. See, the thing about, I feel like, the Dolphins' offense is, like, the whole offense is, like, a boomer bust system. They're either going to do very well for you, or they're going to suck. Like, completely suck. There is, I feel like there's no in-between. Like, just, awesome. like, look at the game last week. Which is, like... You mean the game they won? Yeah, but it still was abysmal to watch. It, they won 20-12. to 12. Kenyon Drake like, finds the end zone again. Uh, so far, my take about Frank Gore taking over the starting job is looking uh, not too good. Even though they are giving Frank Gore carries and rushes, and Kenyon Drake's doing his thing, um, Susan, is, is Gore going to take over the starting job, or was I just blowing smoke? You are blowing smoke. All right, yeah. fuck you. That's smoke. not the answer I wanted. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too much gas on that one. Buddy. That's not this right. Come on. Too much right. gas. You know what? Raiders and Dolphins. Mason. I got Oakland. Wait, you don't have Oakland. You got the Raiders. Yeah, you're right. I got them. All right, Susan? Man, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. The Dolphins? Riding that I think, hot I dolphin think he's tail. going with the Dolphins just because he didn't want to say the Raiders again. Well, not true. I'm going to say it again because I'm picking the, the Raiders. All right. And Zach, Zach who, who you got? got? All right, so who's at home? Um, Miami? Miami's We should know that. Well, it doesn't matter. Give me the Raiders. Yeah, 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 there it is. There it is, baby. All right, next up, we got 
I feel like Buffalo is like the version of the Browns this year, oh, where yeah. like you just pick the other team regardless. It's either them or the Cardinals. <laughs> it's Buffalo versus Minnesota. Oh, God. oh I wonder oh. how that game's gonna go. If you have a guy in your lineup that's wearing a purple jersey, play him. Yeah, that's that's that. You know what? He's right. Except. Kirk- Except Dan Carlson because he's not on the team anymore. Yeah, but you're going to want to start Dan the Man Bailey. Oh! But, sign um, of the week, man. How what? did someone get him in, in that our league instead of me, dude? I put it close. That's because Pacho set an alarm for 4.40 a.m. Are you serious? Well, yeah. He didn't put a claim on him. And he picked him up at like 4.40. Waivers go through at 4.31. That is ridiculous. All right. I'm going to do it. That's actually, you know what, dedication. <laughs> this this fantasy analysis for this game is going to be quick, short, and simple. We don't yeah. even have to look at Buffalo's side of the ball. Start your Viking. Start <laughs> all of them. Start your builds. Kirk Cousins. Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Rudolph, Kyle Rudolph, the ben Vikings Bailey. D. Maybe even Laquan Treadwell. Honestly, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> Laquan Treadwell is catching balls these past two weeks. If you want to take a fly with him at Flex, go the fuck right ahead because the Bills suck. And um, uh, if you're on the Bills side, if you have Shade McCoy, you have don't to. start him. Don't start him. Yeah, Zach says don't start him, but I mean, what, what the hell are you going to do with him? Are you going to sit him? Are you just going to have him rot on your you bench? Gotta, you got to sit him. He's got... He's got bruised ribs, which first of all is going to limit him. Second of all, you're playing a fucking one of the best defenses in the league. You sit him. You, you find a better option. Yeah, and on top I, of that, I, I, I'd start somebody off waivers. He's looked like he's looked like dog shit in the past two games. Even when he wasn't not, injured, he's looked awful. No, awesome. no, Mason, Mason, you misread me. I, he does not look like dog shit. It's, the team looks like dog shit. That's true. Boy is the only one holding them, picking them up by their fucking bootstraps and getting them to fucking at least get 33 yards down the field. Yeah, see, that's the thing, though. From a fantasy standpoint, LaShawn McCoy has been dog shit. On the field, McCoy is doing yeah. all he can. But oh, I agree. That's why I'm telling you not to start him. Zach, would you start Peyton Barber over McCoy? Oh. Um, the, the Bucks have the... Um, this week have the Steelers. Yes, I'd start Peyton Barber over Oh. All right. That's where he stands. So I'm going to say, as this is a unanimous decision. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're all taking the Vikings, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vikings. <laughs> Skull. Give, give me the Vikings. Skull, baby. Skull on. Sorry, Bill. I hope you guys are documenting this because I want to know my record. Again. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 We'll, oh, yeah, t- we'll tell you all the games you're going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next up, we got Phil- uh, Philadelphia and Indianapolis. Interesting. Interesting matchup. The return of Carson Wentz. Ooh. Um, That's good. Yeah, from the Philadelphia side, Carson Wentz is back. If you have him, if you held on to him, start him. Yeah, he's uh, Colts D is not good. Carson Wentz, well, he was good. See how he plays, but I'd start him anyway. Doug Peterson said there's no limitations on Carson Wentz, so he's going to be out there giving 100%. If there was limitations, they wouldn't play him. So you got to figure Carson Wentz is ready to get back in the action. Um, Nelson Aguilar. Um, Zach Ertz, other guys to look out for. I mean, Sproles is questionable, so he might not be playing. Jay Ajayi on the offensive side for running backs. You gotta, if you have him, I have, I have no problem starting against the Colts. The Colts did kind of contain Adrian Peterson last week, but that's the Redskins, not the Eagles. Also, be careful though, because Jay Ajayi did leave last week's game with a back injury. Yeah. Came back, 
But just something to keep an eye out for, yeah. just in case it's something that's leaning. Throughout the week, you're going to check these guys' statuses. If they are playing, uh, I'd say start them. For the Colts side of the ball, Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton. And that's it. No, what? Uh, 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 Zach. Oh, my God. Let me ask you a question. If you're starting a Colts tight end, is it Eric Ebron or is it Jack Doyle? Give me Ebron. Yay! All right. So, Ebron, Zach. Ebron is, this, Ebron is a great, good, good tight end. This will be uh, your first and last time on the podcast for saying <laughs> Eric Ebron. No, 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 no. We got to. Come on. That's a good take. Yeah, no. We're, I'm, I'm just not an Ebron fan. Eric Ebron, ask, he's. Ask me, ask me who's more athletic. Who's more athletic? Oh, no tell me, doubt. Tell me who's more athletic. Yeah, Eric Ebron is. That doesn't mean he's a better football player than Jack Doyle. I never said that. I never said that. But I mean, in terms of tight ends, yeah, Jack Doyle may be. A, Jack Doyle isn't even a thick person. Like he, he's basically a fucking oversized wide receiver. That guy hasn't done anything to show you that he's a fucking he's elite since sliced bread. Why do you think this Colts signed? Ebron in the first place. Yeah, maybe maybe a change up, give uh, Andrew Luck another weapon. Yeah, Ebron, two touchdowns in two weeks. The way tight ends go, I don't have a problem starting Ebron as, as much as I hate to say it. <laughs> so the Eagles against the Colts. I am picking the Philadelphia Eagles to bounce back with Carson Wentz against Andrew Luck and the Colts. Uh, I am too. Philadelphia. Give me, give me the fucking Colts, baby. Wow, wow ride, ride the Colts, huh? Yep. Wow. Hey, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to take the Eagles here, but I, I am. Uh, I, I, I would be kicking myself if you guys, if I didn't mention how you forget about Carson Wentz's favorite target back in, back in the offense. You guys, you guys don't even know, huh? Carson Wentz's favorite target? Yeah, Jordan Matthews got recently Jordan by Matthews. the Eagles. Oh, man. I mean, I was yeah. trying to keep that yeah. on the down low because, you know, I, I, I picked them up sneakily today. Well, then you don't need to. And yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to keep him under the radar. I don't want to jinx him, you know, oh. going forward. Because mm-hmm. Jordan Matthews no, could I, be a I guy to think, watch for. I don't think Jordan Matthews is someone you start this week, but no, he's yeah, someone yeah. you got to keep on your radar just because of the report between Carson Wentz. No, I definitely agree. I agree with that. All right. All right, next up, Green Bay versus Washington. Um, In Washington? I believe so. I believe Wait, hold on. Washington's just answer me this: Did the Jets are the Jets visiting Cleveland? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, Green Bay's visiting Washington. Oh, so that correlates. Is that so? <laughs> that correlates. No, because the the way that ESPN does it, I just write the first team down yeah, no, and the second team, but it's be... all it always goes away home, away yeah, home, yeah, away, home. away home. So, so that's um, the easiest way to remember. Yeah, Green Bay. Um, Aaron Jones. Is the return. But. Um, he's not going to get the workload that we think he's going to get or that we want him to get in his first week back. I don't want to So, for me, I'm staying away from Packers running backs, at least for this week. Yeah. If Aaron Jones, you know, proves to get more of a workload going forward, Aaron Jones, I believe, is the most talented back in that backfield. Um, as far as wide receivers go, let him loose. Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb. I, Randall Cobb I'd be a little hesitant about. I don't mind if you start him at flex. Um, Jimmy Graham and um, Geronimo. Yeah, uh, Geronimo's also a, a flop. <laughs> Geronimo's also a flyer. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers, the way he's been dishing the ball lately in these past two games, Green Bay's offense—you can't go wrong against you know um, 
a Redskins defense that's that, subpar at best. Yeah, um, Mason on the Washington side. Who you who you liking? Uh, I mean, I like I like Jordan Reed. It's kind of about it. I mean, Chris Thompson. Oh yeah, Chris Thompson. That's those are really the two people I like. I mean, you, we saw last week AP got a significant amount of snaps. He didn't really do much. He got bottled up by the Colts defense. Yeah, not a, not a good sign for AP owners, but I believe better days will be ahead for AP if they give him a workload. Um, like I said, against a team like Green Bay, where Washington will have to be playing from behind. True. I expect a lot of Chris Thompson. And let me say this about Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson is going to be a guy who will be an RB one this year. The way his, the the way they use him in the Washington offense, the way his efficiency is, honestly, he's um, I'm gonna say this, he's a poor man's Alvin Kamara. Ooh, I kind of agree well, with here's that. The Here, here's the thing, here's the thing, but over the last three years, who's been the only running back they've been able to consistently trust? Um, yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris Thompson, Thompson, yeah. For the, for the Redskins. So, so why wouldn't why wouldn't why wouldn't they throw him the ball and give him all the touch? Y- yeah, he's not going to rush. He's not able to tackle. But in the type of NFL that we are in, it doesn't matter. You're going to catch those out of the backfield. He makes a guy miss. He gets ten yards. Let's start the next play. Yeah, that's the thing. We've seen this change in the NFL now, where a lot of the passing backs are getting work. They're getting away from more of that workhorse workhorse back, and and Washington is no different. So Chris Thompson. A guy to, you know, you want to have him on your team. You want to start him week in and week out. As far as Redskins receivers go, I don't like it. Besides Jordan Reed? Yeah, I mean, Jordan Reed uh, has been has been pretty consistent this year so far. Um, if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, he's one of the best tight ends in the league. But the, the Obviously, the big caveat is always if he stays healthy. Same thing goes with Chris Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, AP, if you have him, I don't mind starting. You know, either as a flex. No, I think, I think AP has better days in front of him. Yeah, Look definitely. At Look at uh, Alex Smith with all the backs he's had on the uh, 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 Chiefs. He's always had a back that's pretty just heavy. Uh, AP at the end of the day is going to be someone you can trust. Like I said, uh, if he gets if he gets the volume, uh, he'll be all right. Yeah. But like I said, in a game a game a game against the Packers, he's not going to do much more if they have to come from behind. Yeah, it's going to be more Chris Thompson. So Packers at yeah, Washington. Don't, don't don't sleep on ABs. Yeah, no, I like honestly I said, he's a guy you know, you want to own, but all right, boys. Green Bay and Washington. Who you got? Packers. Packers. Go pack, go. Uh, yeah, give me the Packers. All right, Packers cross the board, baby. Next up, Cincinnati at Carolina. Mm, Ooh, it's a tricky game. On the Cincinnati side of the ball, Souza, A.J. Green just went off for three touchdowns. Yeah, on three receptions at one point. Yeah, so. Um, Ridiculous. Yeah. He's a stud. You're going to start him. Mm-hmm. He's good. Um, yeah, he's Joe he's Mixon good. is missing time again. Do you feel confident about Gio Bernard? The Gio show? Um, yeah, I mean, he's going to be the, the guy. I mean, I don't really like him so much, but if he's going to have the, the opportunity, he's going to catch balls, he's going to get the rushes. Um, yeah, I, I do like Gio. Do you feel comfortable starting him against Carolina? You might have to. If you're a Mixon owner who happened to have Gio, you might have to. Um, like I said, he'll catch the ball. So um, you have that safety blanket, that floor there. Um, I, mean, I don't know. The Bengals have been uh, a little hot, even against the Baltimore defense. Yeah. They put up points, and uh, I think I think the Bengals will have what it takes. 
it's going to be interesting to see. Um, Zach, on the Carolina side of the ball, you got Cam Newton. You got Christian McCaffrey. Um, any wide receiver that you feel more comfortable starting than another wide receiver on that team? Um, I'll be honest with you, Devin Funchess is always in play when Greg Olson isn't in. Um, yeah. you gotta always you gotta always take a look at him. Um, but besides that, I think I think that McCaffrey. I mean, McCaffrey took over a lot of a lot of the care. Uh, the, the passing downs work, uh, short passing downs work. He kind of has become Newton's uh, safety valve. And if he doesn't go to that, then it's probably a run, right? I mean, we saw it last week with the amount of rush yards. So uh, I, I would say Funchess is okay. DJ Moore is kind of a flyer if you yeah. want to throw him in. I I said hey, good luck, but <laughs> nothing you can you can count on. Um, Funches is someone you, you could throw in at your flex, and he's gonna get some yards, but not nothing nothing over the top. I don't I don't think. All right, yeah, that Carolina wide receiver situation is very uh, not looking great. It's tricky. Uh, Funches. He might not be, you know, very flashy. Might not be someone you like to look in your lineup, but he's the number one right now. Um, for the Bengals, I want to go back to their wide receivers. Obviously, it was at green, but uh, Tyler Boyd Tyler had a really good game. You know, he was a hot pickup in many leagues. What do you think about him starting Tyler Boyd? Um, I mean, against Carolina, Carolina does have good D. They do. If you picked up Tyler Boyd, obviously, if you you know if you have a good depth at wide receiver, you just stash him on this bench to see what he turns out to be. But if you're picking up Tyler Boyd because you're desperate and you need a wide receiver, you need him to be your flex, you need him to be, you know, a possible wide receiver too. Um, yeah, I mean. Go for it. If, if that's go your for use for him, go for it. Tyler Boyd has shown, you know, especially against that tough Ravens defense last week, that uh, he could play. How about Andy Dalton? You confident with him? No. He's been pretty no. decent. I don't care. I, I still, I feel like they're there comes a point in every season where, like, Andy Dalton starts off so well, and then he just absolutely tanks, and he starts doing jack shit for the rest of the season. He is not good. Yeah. I don't know when Cincinnati's going to fucking realize that, but he's not good. I mean, I'll, I agree with Mason to an extent here. Um, he did play a pretty good um, Baltimore defense last week, so don't forget about that. I don't think this is the week you start him, though. I think you got to see at least a couple good weeks out of out of Andy Dalton, especially if it's against two good defenses. Yeah. If we see a if we see good production out of Andy Dalton this week um, against the Panthers D, it might be time to start looking at him and yeah. saying, okay, is is this a guy I might need to consider as my QB too? He'll de- he'll definitely raise some eyebrows. Um, but yeah. We'll, we'll have to see. This is a very big test for Andy Dalton because it's the, a good Panthers defense. Um, start him if you're desperate. Otherwise, I'd say hold off, look elsewhere. If quarterbacks are deep, find a better option from somewhere else. All right. Um, so, Cincinnati and Carolina, who are you guys picking? Personally, I'm taking Carolina. Who's home again, did you say? Uh, Carolina is home. Oh. You Why don't know. you guys pick this? Because I gotta blow my nose. Oh my god! I'm still sick. By take me. a shot. Oh my yeah, take god! A shot. Mason, with all this fucking nose blowing. Mason loves to blow. Is what I'm saying. So basically, one takeaway from this podcast. <laughs> yeah, just like your team, Souza. One takeaway oh, from sorry. this podcast is that Mason blows. That's it. 
Mason's talking shit about my undefeated team right now. I don't suck at blue. I'm picking Carolina. I'm picking... Uh, I'm going to pick Carolina as well. All right. Zach, who you got? Yeah, no, Carolina at home. Bengals, Bengals are our home team. Give, give me Carolina. Carolina across the board. Um, who we got next, Mason? Tennessee and Jacksonville. Oh, man. It's tough. On the Tennessee oh. side of things... Is Mariota confirmed playing this week? I don't know, and I don't think it matters. No. Mariota hasn't been that, that great. And Jacksonville defense and offense I mean, have been pretty good. I so. feel like there's no chance that Tennessee could win this game. I mean... They won with Blaine Gabbert last week. Yeah, but it was against the Texans. You talking shit? Yeah, I am. The Texans have been... Hopkins? Fuller? Not Watson? very good so far. Yeah. If 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 I, I'm gonna be honest, if you have a Tennessee player in fantasy, you're not starting him this week. Hands off, I agree. Yeah, no whether way. it's the running backs, whether it's the wide receivers, whether it's a quarterback, not against the Jacksonville D. <laughs> if you're trying to start Blaine Gabbert, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Maybe maybe in a real deep league, like twenty team league. <laughs> I don't even See, think I start him then. I, I I gotta be honest with you, Glenn. I kind of disagree. I I know it's Blaine Gabbert, and I know no one's gonna like this take. But Jacksonville, although although they beat the Patriots, did give up some yards last week. So I think that your pass catchers are someone you need to look at. Deion Lewis. Yeah. Potentially Corey Davis if he isn't mobbed by the... Uh, Ramsey. Ramsey. So, I mean, it's tough because who else, is, who else are they going to cover? But you also have three... I mean, you have three decent wide receivers on there. Uh, you have... You have Ram. I mean, you have uh, Davis. You have Matthews, and you have Taewon Taylor. First two weeks, though, haven't seen much of that. And back to that point with you know starting somebody on the Titans. If I am going to start anybody, I think you're right in picking you know somebody like a Deion Lewis, a guy who can be a safety valve in that offense. Uh, Yeah, I mean, even look at the success that James White had last week. James White had a very good game. And I mean, I yeah. think they are of a similar playing style. Yeah. So I think you can look to that, and uh, I, I, if anybody would have success on Tennessee, I would think it would be Deion Lewis. On the Jacksonville side, uh, Blake Bortles kind of played out of his ass last week. <laughs> I mean, give me, give me all the Jaguars. Give me all. All, all of the Jaguars. All of them. You talking all of them? Like Keelan Cole, the man who had catch of the year so far last week. Keelan Cole is a stud. Start Keelan Cole. You need to start. People need to start starting him. Yeah. Keelan Cole is a stud. He's the best wide receiver on a team. I don't mind if you start Westbrook or Boncrief. Uh, uh, Hear that, Mason? Start Keelan Cole. Whoever, whoever, whoever is starting at running back, you can take him. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fine with that. Fournette or Yeldon. Yeah. Um, whoever, and then as far as uh, tight end, tight end goes, I mean, that's that's that's. I would say that's like a standard tight end. Play. Yeah, Austin uh, Safarian Jenkins. I mean. Yeah, Every tight end you're going to take a chance with. Like I, was, I keep saying this, but it's true. Yeah, they're not like a top three tight end. And tight ends, it's touchdown or bust. Yeah. Uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins obviously has the potential to get in the end zone. But I think as far as the offensive side of the ball, it comes down to Blake Bortles. If Blake Bortles is playing well, the receivers will play well. That's obviously you know how it works on most teams with the quarterback wide receivers. But as we saw last week, when Blake Bortles does well, his receivers pay off. Keelan Cole pays off. Even D.D. Westbrook with a long touchdown pays off. But when Blake yeah, I Bortles, think D.D. I, I, I got to interject here and say I think I think Keelan Cole has a little more upside um, than D.D. Westbrook or Moncrief. I think 
Didi, I mean, uh, Keelan Cole has a, a very solid floor that you can look at because of his short passing game and his hands and his route running. Uh, look, look for Keelan Cole to be a, a, a top, uh, you know, a top wide receiver, uh, wide receiver two for the rest of the year. Yeah, I agree. Um, if there's one wide receiver I would feel comfortable starting out of Jacksonville, it is Keelan Cole. Um, Jacksonville, I'll oh, go ahead. Susan. I'd start Blake Bortles. I'd start him over Andy Dalton if you have that choice. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Jacksonville and Tennessee. Jacksonville. Uh, I'm taking the Jags. Zach. I'm gonna. People aren't gonna like this, but. Oh my god. I'm gonna take the Titans if if Mariota starts in that, and I know I can't say that because it's whatever. So yeah. I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope on that Mariota starts. All right. Give me, give me the Titans. You, be, you better have them. You better hope Mariota plays like Montana. Because that's the only way they're going to beat Jacksonville. I'm picking Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Hashtag Duval. It's not, a, it's not a bad take from Zach. I mean, division games are always hard to call, to be I've, honest. I've heard worse takes on the show. Yeah, probably from me. Yeah, probably from me. <laughs> All right, so up next we got Denver at Baltimore. Ooh, Ooh that's not a bad game. Intriguing game. At Baltimore. At Denver, Baltimore. as always, the most surprising undefeated team at the start of the season. Yep. Every single year. Give it until week six. <laughs> every single year they start the season undefeated for a few games, mm. and everyone's like, how the hell are they undefeated? Um, this year, I, I don't know. They got they got a steady quarterback, Case Keenum. Um, Lindsay oh. is starting to emerge as that running back you want to own in Denver, yep. not Royce Freeman. Um, so I'm going to start Lindsay, even though it is Baltimore. He's been showing glimpses that he's good. Yeah, he's he, for he real. catches the ball too. That's it. Um, so yeah, if Denver wants to have a chance at this game, I think they're gonna have to use Lindsay. As Susan mentioned before, you're always gonna start Thomas and Sanders. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong there. You Just, have any words for Thomas Mason? Uh, no, nah, he's still soft. But I mean, we you guys already know that, so okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting Royce Freeman. I would feel comfortable starting Lindsay. 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 Um, Keenum. I'd stay off like almost every week. Really shouldn't have to play him. We're in fourteen team league and we don't have to play him. So yeah. um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa. Hold on, hold on. Pop the brakes there. Pop the brakes there, Seuss. Huh. I started him last week. Oh, you did. He was, he was serviceable. How many points did he end up with last week, Zach? Oh, it was fourteen. He ended up with four, fourteen and a half. Yeah, I mean. He didn't look great. He didn't look great. He didn't look awful. Uh, he is. He, he can be okay in your fantasy lineup. He's better than. I would take him over uh, Andy Dalton. I would take him. I would. I would negotiate after Blake Bortles' week last week. Yeah, I'd probably put Blake a little higher. But Case Keenum seems to always be that type of guy that finds a way to put up serviceable weeks of fantasy. He's safe. And he started off awful last week. He started off awful. You guys can tell me what you want. He started off awful. He still still gave me 14 fantasy points. Yeah. Not bad. I think it's going to be different. I think Keenum can be safe and have solid weeks, but he's at Baltimore. I think it's going to be a lot more scarier for Case Keenum. Yeah, I'd feel better about Keenum if he was in mile high. Yeah. Uh, against Baltimore. I agree with that. We'll see. Uh, on the Baltimore side of the ball, um, running back-wise... It's kind of a two-headed monster there, too. Alex Collins and Buck Allen. I feel like you have to start Collins, but I like to flex 
Allen this week. Yeah, Buck Allen's been good. And, you know, he's been good, you know, the past few years, especially in PPR. Um, so I don't have a problem, you know, with both of them. You got Alex Collins. I know you probably drafted him in those mid-rounds. Um, you're going you're gonna to be starting him. He gets into the end zone last week, didn't he, right? Yeah. Yeah, he ended up with double-digit fantasy points. Buck Allen, double-digit fantasy points again. Yep. Um, Ravens like using their running backs. On the wide receiver side, uh, Mason, you feel comfortable with a Crabtree? Yeah, I'd say so. With a um, John Brown? Honestly, John Brown's looked very good so far in this season. I think John Brown's the most serviceable wide receiver, uh, most serviceable player on the, the Baltimore offense right now. Yeah, yeah I, I feel comfortable with him. He's looked, as I, I'm going to take a turn from Sousa from last episode, he's looked electric. He does. Um, he's not a big guy, but he gets up there and Flacco knows how to find him. And he's, he's, he's fast. He is fast. He's pretty fast. Yeah, he's not faster than yeah, but he's fast. Huh. It, absolutely. But, um, yeah, so um, Denver, Baltimore. I'm going to take – I'm going to take Baltimore. Baltimore. It is a tough one, but I'm going to take Baltimore at home. I think Denver. Uh, Denver's going to pump the brakes a little bit after going two and zero. I'm pretty confident with with the Ravens this week. I'm going to go with Baltimore. Um, I think that uh, it's going to be too much for Case Keenum being out of the own, the comfort of his own stadium for the fir- first time this uh, season, right? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. had two yeah. home games started two and zero. So I I think it's going to get to him. I think that that Baltimore defense is, is too is. Really, they're scary. Yeah, they're good. That, that defense think, is good. I also think Denver's defense could give Flacco some trouble, even though it is in Baltimore. Um, you know, Denver's D still has Vaughn Miller. Uh, Zach, who are you taking? God, I, I am opposite of you guys a lot tonight. I think that Case Keenum is better than you guys think he is. And uh, give me the Broncos in right. Baltimore. Little bit of little bit of hotness coming out of the mic from Zach. Okay. Uh, taking Denver on the road. Mason, who we got next? Next up is the New York Giants at the Houston Texans. So Sousa's <sighs> New York Giants to NFC East champion New York Giants, as Sousa likes to crown them already before the season starts. Not looking so hot. Are zero and two. Yeah, but it's still early. Yeah. Eli sucks. Yeah, he does. He does um, But, I mean, the Texans have been... You guys see him falling. What's that? You guys see him falling online where he looked, looked like he just... He got absolutely, like, throttled. Last, oh, that's what I wanted yeah, to talk yeah. about. Because you guys talked about the Cowboys <laughs> game last week. Eli looked bad, but the Dallas D-line made Eli look bad. He was getting he looks, fucked up last week. <laughs> he, looks, he looks scared. There, there's a lying, meme right? online that I saw, and... His, his linemen are picking Eli up off the ground, and he looks like he's in another fucking zone. <laughs> really? I got to see that picture. Oh, look it looked up. Like he, he looked like, like... He was like... He didn't want to be in <laughs> Dallas anymore. He was getting whacked so hard. There was a strip fumble from Eli, sack fumble, and, um, I mean, Eli's got the weapons. He's got Odell, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Saquon, who I'm going to talk about in a second. But it's all, it's all going to be on Eli. The Gi- it's been like this. The Giants go <laughs> as Eli performs as Sousa seeing that Eli wow. Manning picture for the first time. That's amazing. Yeah, he, he was shook. He was shook in Dallas last week. He was shook. But, um, yeah, as far as the Giants wow. side of the ball goes, you got these guys on offensive stars, you're going to start them. Evan Ingram, OBJ, Saquon, by the way, who is salvaging his fantasy value through the receiving game. Yeah. As 
you know, people thought. But as I've been saying, that offensive line is not good. The Giants are not going to get a good enough rushing attack with Saquon. He, he could break one like he did in week one against Jacksonville. But we saw last week it was more the passing game. He had double-digit receptions, which is obviously what you know what you want from a guy you drafted in the first round. But, um, yeah, I mean, we have to see where it goes. Yeah, it's just I think it really is the line every week. And, you know, sometimes Eli will have a good game. But if the line's always trash, then it's really, it makes it even harder for him to have a good game. Um, but the weapons are there. So you got to keep starting Odell at Ingram. Um, you don't really need to start Shepard. No. You gotta start Barkley. I yeah. mean, start the studs. Hashtag start the studs. And, and the Giants have studs. Let's get it trending. You know they got studs, but they're, they're on two. They suck. They're on two, but they have a chance to turn that around against Houston. Mason, Lamar Miller. I feel Miller. Um, I mean, to be honest, I shit on Lamar Miller all the time, but he really hasn't had that bad of a season so far. See, that's he's, uh, so. he's just, I feel like Lamar Miller is just there. Yeah, that's, yeah, he's on the. He's see, the, my problem with Lamar Miller is that he's always. I feel like he's always hyped up to yeah. be so much more than he actually is. Kyle, where it's like yeah. he's just a middle of the road back. I feel like you could plug in a lot of guys in the same situation; they would do the exact same thing. Lamar Miller. You think doing right I now. could do that if I was Lamar Miller? You know, what, potentially. I mean, some oh of the plays God. he just runs and f- essentially falls forward and for yardage. So I mean, I appreciate you it. could you could probably do that. I appreciate the confidence you have. <laughs> falls forward to the top five uh, rushing. For the league right now. Yeah. I mean. Just saying. You know, it's going to be Just interesting saying. to see how this offense goes. Zach, how you feel about Deshaun Watson? And uh, do you think he can only go up from here after starting 0-2? Um, Watson's tricky. Um, he's, you know, I don't think I've had full insight into how he's recovered from that, that uh, uh, ACL it was, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the ACL, I... Uh, I think he's still a little... I think he'll eventually come back the, the way he was, but I think he's still a little shaky in terms of his decision-making and not being out there. But I would say in a ra- like this is the, the time where I think a lot of people have been like, we're wicked high on, on John Watson, and he didn't perform that well. Um, I was thinking he was going to need some time. I would say right around now, three to five is when you're going to see Deshaun Watson come out of that shell and like he kind of did last year, um, once he had some time to kind of evaluate some defenses. You're right. He when Watson started, he um, I believe it was against the Ravens, like on a Thursday, Thursday night, night game, week week one or two. He was terrible. Well, he didn't do much with his arm, and but his leg. He broke that big yeah. run for the touchdown. Which is, I mean, but also you have to remember last week too. I mean, comparatively speaking to the game against the Patriots, he looked a lot better last week uh, against yeah, against the Titans. I mean, he, the offense still didn't look that good. But he himself looked better. I think. I think the thing for Deshaun Watson is it's going to be his legs. When he is that game changer and he can, you know, run the ball and throw the ball. His throws have been the, the week one against the Patriots wasn't good. Last week he improved. Once he combines all aspects of his game between the mobility and throwing the ball to his weapons, Hopkins and Will Fuller, by the way, who I think is the difference maker on that offense. When Will Fuller's out there, those guys, you know, I think the sky's the limit because Will Fuller can stretch out the field, open up things for Hopkins, get Watson going for completions. If you have Hopkins and Will Fuller, you're starting them both. Yeah. Bam, bam, pow, that guy's fucking, that he's, guy's good. He's nuts. He's nuts. Will the thrill, Fuller's what I call him. That's good. He's so, good. um, the Giants at Houston, both 0-2 teams. I am going to take Houston at home. 
I gotta take Houston too. It's not looking good for the Giants. Um, but yeah, Houston. It all it's a lot is in their favor right now. For I'm, this week, I'm also gonna go with Houston. Uh, I really haven't seen anything spectacular from the Giants so far. That, except that picture. Yeah, the except the picture of Eli Manning, <laughs> which. Please, give me all the Eli Manning memes. I need them. But, like, I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen anything encouraging from that team, really, in the past two games, whereas the Texans at least look like they could have something trending in the right direction. But Zach, Giants and Texans, who you got? Uh, Shout-out to the Houston fam. Down there for five months. Roll roll Texans. Roll Texans. Shout-out, Houston fam. All right. So, next up. The Chargers versus the Rams in a battle of Los Angeles. Aha. This is a good game. It's a good this game. is a good game. This is a very good game. It's going to be a, a two, grinding game. Two good offenses, two, two good, good defenses. defenses. I'm going to make it simple for the Rams review. Starting everybody. Gurley. Yeah, I don't think you can't, you can't, you can't not start. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, right now the Rams through two who, weeks. Who hasn't been good? Yeah, honestly, who hasn't been good? <laughs> it's like, it, through two weeks, they've been the best overall team in the league. The offense is clicking. The defense is clicking. Um, granted, they faced, you know, the Raiders and then the Cardinals last week. The who? The Raiders. And the Cardinals last week. And then, um, you know, I think this will be their first real big test against a good team like um, the Chargers. But, yeah, I mean, until you see otherwise, you're starting everybody. Cup, Woods, Cooks, Gurley. Uh, Jared Goff, you know, he, he's been great. Uh, and the Rams D, I don't have a problem starting them against the Chargers. Even though the Chargers' offense can be explosive, I have the Rams D. I'm going to start them until they, you know, prove me otherwise. No, um, I, I think that's a good take. Yeah. Chargers, Chargers are good, but, I mean. Yeah, Rivers Sue, can easily Sue, throw Sue, three picks. Sue and, Sue and Donald are the top, like, two highest rated defensive players in the league right now. And that's the thing. <laughs> That's just on their line. Yeah. Like yeah. The, Ram, the Rams are a wagon. That's like, a, Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Are you on that wagon? Yeah. I mean, they're good. They are really good. So like, we're, on, we're on the KC train and we're on the Rams wagon. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the Chargers, honestly, same goes here. I mean, I know it's the Rams, but you're going to start the guys who are studs. Phillip Rivers. Um, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Melvin Gordon. Um, even... um. Watch Austin. out for Melvin Gordon, though. I would, I would, I would. He's he's got an upper body injury right now. I mean, you're still gonna start him. Don't get me wrong. Are you dropping Melvin Gordon? No, no. no. <laughs> Temper expectations. And, uh, and with, with that injury to Melvin Gordon, and you, you know your tempered expectations, I think it increases um, the role for Austin Eckler. Yeah, that's that's what e- I was going to say. Eckler, I would say, has has he keeps his baseline. Um, you know, uh, but. Just, just for all those out there, and I'm, I am a Melvin Gordon owner. Me I too. I temp my expectations. Um, I, I, I don't think you can count on him to be, you know, that burst out three touchdown, yeah, uh, workhorse that you've had every week. No, uh, not, not uh, against this Rams defense, at least. Especially with the yeah. injury on top of it. But I'm gonna say this about Austin Eckler: through two weeks, has been proven to be good. Yeah. And no, like, I, like I said about Chris Thompson, Chris Thompson being poor man's Alvin Kamara. I'm gonna say Austin Eckler is kind of a poor man's Chris Thompson. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, how poor is he? I mean, you know, they're pretty poor. But Eckler is good. He's obviously he's limited because Melvin Gordon's there too. Um, so like, hold on. 
So like Alvin Kamara is like living in a nice house. So Alvin Kamara is like in Chris the Thompson. Of a Chris mansion. Thompson's in like like a like a like a middle house cl- like a middle class house. Yeah. And then Austin Eckler is living in a cardboard box. No, 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 you got to run. Yeah. Gotta run. Zach, explain it to him. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Then, then you have Chris Thompson, who is a uh, is a noble knight, mm. and then you have and then you have uh, uh, Eckler, who is a uh, a loyal warrior in, in in the troop, who's gonna who's gonna get you what he's gonna do what you need to, but he's not gonna overdo it. Okay. Yeah. See, this is why we brought Zach and on then, for and expert then, fantasy now. And then you like got that. and then you got someone like Rashad Penny, who's like a jester. <laughs> jester. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, uh, Ram, Rams, Rams and Chargers. Rams and Chargers, kind of a home game for both teams, even though it's in um, where the Chargers play. I can't think of the stadium, but they both in LA. Um, I'm I'm gonna take the Rams until proven otherwise. The Rams are the best team in the league right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They play in the same stadium. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. The Rams play at the Coliseum, and uh, the Chargers don't play there. I just don't know the name of the stadium. I am hundred positive. Yeah, I think the Chargers opened up their own. I am stadium. HIV positive. Okay. Well, okay, maybe, maybe I'm okay. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe I'll give you that. I know they're supposed supposed to play in the same. Place. Yeah, I think they're building a stadium for both teams, kind of like the Jets okay. and Giants. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. I'm going with the Rams as well. I mean, like I said, I'm on the wagon, baby. I am on, and I am not getting off. Susie, you need to, you need to gain some ground on us. Are you gonna take a chance and pick the Chargers? Um, no, I, I really think it's a tough one. I thought about it, but I think the Rams. I got this. I, I've taken a chance earlier with the 49ers um, to gain some ground on you guys. Zach, who do you got? Rams. Yeah, I, God, the Rams are gonna. The Rams across the board. Hop on the wagon. All right. Next up, we got essentially a game where. We're not going to care about one one half at all again. Chicago versus Arizona. Oh, so uh, once again, be a battle of the shit offenses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, start all you guys from Chicago. I feel well, not not all you guys. It's still Chicago's offense. It's uh, it's mediocre at best. I mean, if you believe in Mitch Trubisky. Well, I meant when I said all you guys, I meant like Jordan Howard and like Allen. Oh Robinson. yeah, yeah. You're but gonna like, start Jordan Howard, Allen Robinson, uh, Trey Burton. Got a touchdown last week on Monday night against uh, Seattle. Trubisky, if you want to take a chance, I mean, you could. I, I don't mind him. He's kind of in that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start him. You wouldn't I start agree. him against Arizona? No. Uh, no. I, Arizona's defense is probably the best thing about the team. That's true. I mean, true. on offense, it's David Johnson. That's it. Yeah. Really. So, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald let's, let's is. Talk about, what was that? Let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about David Johnson because uh, I think it's a big topic in the fantasy community, and if we didn't address it, then yeah, be, we, we'd be falling short. So uh, mm-hmm. I think I think it might be good if if, if everyone just gives a take uh, in terms of what his longevity is throughout the season, and uh, you know where, where where we think he's going, and if you should trade him or if you should hold on to him. If I, and I'm not saying that because I'm, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a David Johnson on his act, so let me get you go ahead with your take first on David Johnson. How you feel about him two weeks for so, the season? I'll be honest with you. I, I a lot of people have sent me trade offers today. I think three or four just today. 
uh, and that doesn't include the days before. Um, Damn. I think you, I think you got to hold him. Uh, he, he's got an intriguing matchup this week. It's not the best matchup, but it's intriguing in terms of, you know, I think I think Mike McCoy is going to have to. He's definitely getting a lot of pressure this week. He understands that he's going to have to get David Johnson the ball, especially with Larry Fitzgerald out. out. Look, look for David Johnson to be have an increased role this week. Hold on to him. Don't give into the pressure. Don't give pennies on the dollar. Keep David yeah, Johnson. I'd agree. A guy that you drafted top three, uh, top four, David Johnson has all the talent in the world. It's going to be up to the Cardinals to realize that and in- infiltrate a game plan around him. Yeah, I mean, I have David Johnson as well in another league. And don't get me wrong, I'm nervous as fuck because this would be the second year in a row I've got burned by David Johnson. Man. But I don't think it has anything to do with him so much as it has to do with that offense because Sam Bradford is abysmal, mm. and that offense has looked like complete dog shit with him at the helm. And the thing is, like, David Johnson hasn't been bad. It's just, like, he's not performing up to David Johnson's standards. It's, like, it's kind of the thing that Zach was saying about LaShawn McCoy earlier, yeah. about how he's been, like, fighting and clawing <laughs> to pull that offense up the field. And I feel like David Johnson is essentially doing the same thing on Arizona's offense. Like last week, yeah. it, was against, it was against a tough Rams defense. David Johnson didn't do anything. Week one, he gets a touchdown. Okay. He gets double digit fantasy yeah, points. Exactly. And that's, and that's what I want to stress to people is he had, his, he had a bad week against probably the second best defense in the NFL. Yeah. So, so just, just, just take that in for a sec. Um, and also, remember, and so, we need to go down to Arizona, all of us. We need to take Mike McCoy by the throat, and we need to uh, tell him to stop throwing the ball to goddamn Chase or Terrell or whatever his name, Edmonds. Stop. Yeah, he that's sucks. that's the thing. It's the uh, it's. It, I mean, you know, Zach probably um, that this is shades of what we saw from Gurley. You had Gurley that yeah. year. You traded him to me, and I was like. This guy's going to be good. He's going to pull it together. And I said that every single week, and he was just mediocre after mediocre. It wasn't his fault. It was a bad team and a bad coach, and that's what we're seeing here again. Yep. There's only so much yeah. David Johnson can do, and like you said, this, it could be the coach's fault, the play calling. He's not running enough routes for as much routes from um, in the slot, like a wide receiver position. He's uh, It's just it's the scheme. It's not working well. Bottom line for me no, is, yeah. bottom line for me is it's week two. Depending on how your team is with David Johnson, if you're two and zero, you can afford to look, you know, towards upside with David Johnson. Yeah. If you're zero and two and you're panicking and you think you need to make a move to get your, your team better, I'd say I don't have a problem selling high with David Johnson. But it, it, like I said, it's depending on your team and also how your gut feeling is about David Johnson. If you believe he'll turn it around and be what he's supposed to be, then you you have to hang on to him, especially where you drafted him. Um, can, can someone give me? Give me his rank in terms of running backs going now. Does anybody have that? Can, can we look at that? Because week one, he didn't have an awful week. Yeah. Week two, yeah. Yeah, he I had, him, If I had to guess, I'd say he's running back 18. I'm going to say I'm gonna say lower than that. I'm going to say like 27. I would say he's probably in the 20s, at least. Uh, from ESPN half-point PPR rankings, he's 27. Oh, shit. Wow. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah. yeah. We played it. Yeah. Let's go. I'm all over this with the Ryan Fitzpatrick hot take, David Johnson's rank. Yeah, he got Jesus. lucky week one. I mean, he went 9 for 37 on the ground, 5 for 30 through the air, and he got a last-minute touchdown uh, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, 
it's going to be tough. Yeah. Tough sledding for David Johnson, but it's only week two. That's it. Only week two, but in week three, Arizona against the Bears. Who are we taking? The Bears. The Bears. Zach? Give me a Cardinals. Whoa. Ooh. Okay, Zach with the picks. I'm going to take the Bears. All right. What's next, Mason? Next up, there? we got Dallas and Seattle. Ooh. That's always a... This, this is tough. I feel like that's every year. This is tough. On the Dallas side of the ball, you're not... Um, you saw a better Dak Prescott week two against the Giants. Um, he looked more comfortable than he did in week one. The play calling was better. Still, the results from him weren't that good. Um, I think he threw for barely over 200 yards. Had that one deep touchdown to Tavon Austin. Um, it's going to be Dak and Zeke for the Cowboys. There's not a wide receiver I trust. There's not a tight end I trust for the Cowboys side of the ball on the offensive side. How about a kicker you trust? It's if a kicker I trust. I don't. No, my, my trust is gone. <laughs> once you right. once you get rid of Dan, Dan Bailey, Bailey. <laughs> once you a, get rid of Dan Bailey, I don't trust you. How about a coach you trust? Um, no. <laughs> I know I heard you the other day when I sent you that link. Uh, yeah, that, that was that was that was pretty bad. But um, no, <laughs> Zeke, Dak, um, against Seattle in Seattle. I'm not starting Dak. But um, I'm going to see how he does. I think the offense is trending in the right direction. You just got to feed Zeke. And I think once you feed Zeke and, you know, he starts getting his, I think the offense will open up for other things. We will start to see if a wide receiver emerges out of that Cowboys group. Um, so that's my Cowboys take on it. I don't know if you guys disagree with any of it. No, I think no. I think you were spot on with all of it. I mean, there's not one single wide like one single pass-catching player that I trust on no. that team. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's Zeke and Dak against the world, man. That's really, it. it is. It really is. Um, Cowboys defense, though, tough. I wouldn't mind giving them a start against Seattle, who looks like they don't have a running game. Or an offensive line. They don't have an offensive line. They don't have receivers to throw to because Doug Baldwin's hurt, and it's showing in the Seattle offense how much they need Doug Baldwin as a safety valve for Russell Wilson. Um, Cowboys front seven is, um, I'm going to say it's, it's one of the best in the league. I'm going to say top five in the league. Um, hey. against that, out. against that, against that offensive line in Seattle, on the Seattle side of the ball, it's Russell Wilson. And if you want to take a fly with Tyler Lockett, go ahead. But Mason, what do you yeah. think? I don't think it's, Glenn, Glenn, I, with Doug Baldwin on I don't think it's a flyer. I think it's a flex. Go Doug ahead. Baldwin or Tyler Lockett? Tyler Lockett. If he's out, if Doug Baldwin's out, give me Tyler Lockett. He'll he'll be good. Yeah. Got a touchdown last week, right? He did. Yeah, he, did. he did. Against a good Bears defense. And don't forget about Disley. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm Disley's been getting it done. And, uh, but yeah, I still don't know his first name. Will, maybe. Um, but he's been getting it done. <laughs> and Russell Wilson. You don't, you, don't, you, don't like, you don't like when he gets it done, though. You're just like, ugh. Yeah, it's, he's just there. But like, you gotta, you know, if it happens enough times, you gotta just conform to it. Like I said, with tight ends, you know, if you want to start him, go ahead. He's not gonna help you. He's not gonna hurt you. you when know? when Wilson's about to get sacked after the first second of every snap, he's got to throw to the guy who's who's right there, and usually it's a tight end. What's the other team? Yeah, you know what you just What's described. What's the other team? Dude, you know what you described is when you're you're going through your picks for a, like a flag football team, and the last person gets picked, and then you throw a you throw a post route. And he happens to be wide open because no one cares. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But it's been two weeks. That sounds like Mason. Whoa! I'm like I'm like Cole Beasley when I play flag football. Dude. Yeah, that's, that's not that good. 
Hey, we'll we'll see what Disley does this week. All right, Cowboys at Seattle. Um, I'm taking the Cowboys just based on what I seen last week. Man, like another tough one. I'll I'll pick the Cowboys. That's not good for me. I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good about it either. Now you're going to feel even worse because I'm taking the Cowboys too. Oh, shit. Zach, tell me you're taking Seattle. Jesus Christ. I don't think Seattle's offensive line is that good. Give me the boys in that defensive line. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Cowboys all around. How Dallas about some Cowboys? All right. Next up, we got New England versus Detroit on Sunday night football. Alright, um, <laughs> it's gonna be real simple. Okay, the Patriots after a loss are fucking good. They are. It's gonna be prime time. It's gonna be in Detroit against the old defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. Yeah, I, think, I feel like Bill Belichick's gonna be on a mission just to kick his face in. It's gonna be it's gonna be ugly if you're a Detroit Lions fan like Sousa. You know what it's gonna be? Yeah. It's gonna be like sometimes you see an MLB. They're gonna have a split screen, and it's gonna be Patricia and Belichick, and they're gonna be staring at each other for like. And it's gonna be a, ca- a a clock on the bottom of how long they have eye contact. It's gonna be like two and a half minutes. That's my bet. So, yeah, that's a pretty good bet. That's, you saved that for season. Yeah, you, yeah. I was gonna say you should have saved it. Dude. Oh come on. Um, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, Patriot side of the ball. The only running back I trust to start right now is James White. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree with that. Keep a watch though for Sony Michelle because he did look good last week. He did. Yeah, he, he got, got some, some passes. passes. He got some work. Um, wide receivers, Chris Hogan. Yeah. Um, obviously Gronk. And Gronk, you're gonna start him every week. Tom Brady. The biggest question though. Flash Gordon. Coach Gordon, Josh Gordon, I'm pretty sure he's looking to start this week. What do you do with him? What if you're uh, at Gomes and you have Josh Gordon? I wouldn't start him personally. I think that the Patriots are going to – he's going to be very limited in what he does with the Patriots this week. Not necessarily because of his own faults because, I mean, he, got, he just got traded to the team, so he doesn't know all the packages and yeah. stuff yet. So I feel like they're going to they're gonna use him in a very uh, limited role. Souza, bless you. Thanks. Bless up. Bless up. Um – so I don't. I wouldn't start him this week. I'd hold out until next week, and then maybe start him as a flex. Or I not, I'm saying if you have Kush Gordon, you're gonna start Kush Gordon. I think uh, regardless of his short term with the Patriots, if you have him on your fantasy team, you probably had high expectations for him. I'm gonna say just put him out there, even if it's at flex. You know, if you have better options than Josh Gordon in the first week of the Patriots, go ahead. But I wouldn't mind taking a chance on him against this Detroit defense. Um, Tom Brady tries to warm him up, you know, get him going. Glenn, let me give you a few names. Josh Gordon or Tyler Lockett? Um, I'm going to say Tyler Lockett. Because, Tyler. Yeah, because the Patriots have more weapons than Josh Gordon. Like they have Gronk, Hogan, and Tyler Lockett is really the only guy Russell Wilson has. But we're not playing the name game yet. I just wanted to see where you were with Josh Gordon. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, I mean... Josh Gordon's good. Over Crabtree? Um, yes. Okay. Okay. And, um, yeah, for the Lions side of the ball, I feel like they're going to have to pass. There's no running back that you trust in the Lions anyway, so you wouldn't start them. Yeah. Uh, Golden Tate. Kenny Galladay is uh, emerging as the number one wide receiver for the Lions. And it's scary because Baby Tron is good. 
I think that the Pagers' defense could honestly get gashed this week by the Lions. They could. As bad as Matt Stafford has looked, he's not a bad quarterback. We've seen him before put good games together. I mean, he's not he's not a bad quarterback by any means. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the wide receiving core and Matt Stafford absolutely gashed Pagers' defense. Personally. Just well, my opinion, though. Lions, um, Lions kind of need this game after starting 0-2 at home. Against the Patriots, but yeah, it's a rough it's a rough team to face when you need a win. Who yeah. you guys got? Um, Patriots. I gotta go Patriots as well. Zach, who are you picking? Uh, yeah, give me the facts. I'm gonna pick the Lions as an upset. Glenn, wow. I'm, the Lions they can't go on three. I think they're gonna catch a lot of people off guard. I don't think the Patriots defense. Uh, is that good? They Absolutely just not. they just got torched by Blake Bortles last week in Jacksonville. Obviously, you know the Patriots are going to be wanting to win after that loss, but um, I think the Lions come out slinging. I think Stafford's good enough to keep it close, and if it comes down in the fourth quarter, something could happen. Yeah, hey, you never know. And Patricia knows Bill. He knows the Bills' offense, and he's probably scheming against it. Probably yeah, but I mean, before, like, if you look at if you look at Bill Belichick's record against. Like players, like coaches who have, oh yeah, torches them. Been yeah, in hit like the Bill Belichick tree. Yeah, like McDaniels he destroys and, them. Yeah. Like, and it's not even a contest. So history shows that that's not looking good for the Lions. But I'm going against history, Lions. Okay, all right. Lastly, but certainly not least, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers facing Zach's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Two words. Let's go Bucks. But two words. Start. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone. everyone. As long as Fitzy's in there, start your plays. That's it. The best the Bucks have looked since 2001. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ride the Fitz Magic wave. I believe in magic. And it starts with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Wow. I like it. The rhyme and everything. <laughs> but yeah, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans every week. Even Godwin, you know, star Fitzpatrick. OJ Howard. He's a tight end. <laughs> He's a tight end. I know. Three receptions. Big play last Susan, week. Could you do Lucky. that? Can the Eagles you, can't tackle. Can you make that noise every time you don't agree with a take? Can you go? Mm, mm, mm. No, it's it's OJ Howard over Bray, but it's I wouldn't. I just still don't feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, on the Pittsburgh Steelers side, they're gonna need to score points to win if they want to keep up with Fitz Magic. Is it at Tampa Bay? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, how do you think Ben's gonna this do? Is a, this is a sneaky big fantasy output. Game. I know the Steelers are always typically in there, but the Bucks defense, I'll, I'll be the first one to say it. Uh, it's okay, but it's not great. Uh, throw all your starters in for both teams. Everyone's a shotgun fire for a go. I Let's agree, Zach. Even though, big, even though Big Ben's on the road, I think uh, he's going to have a good game. Yeah. I think he's going to have to. Steelers cannot go oh. Two and one. If they oh, go, shit. if they go zero oh, two and one, I think you might see the the wheels eventually fall off of that franchise. Yep. Uh, but you're gonna start James Conner. You're gonna start Juju. You're gonna start AB. I'm even okay with starting Jesse James, even though Vance McDonald and him do split time. Jesse James is, has been a safety valve for um, Ben Roethlisberger through these first two games, and right now he's the number one tight end. Can you believe that? I, I couldn't even believe how much how many scored, points he scored. I had uh, Delaney Walker go down in my work league, and I was like, ah, fuck it. J- Jesse James, the uh, the wild, wild west Jesse James. Yep, the road dog <laughs> Jesse James. The 
might as well throw him in there, and he puts up a freaking monster performance. Dominant fantasy performance. Yeah, I'm hoping he does it again. It should be a shootout. Should be a fun game to watch. Steelers at Bucks. Zach, I know who you're picking, so I'm just gonna skip you. All right. Yeah, go <laughs> Zach's for the Bucks. I am going to pick the Steelers because they can't lose this game. I'm picking the Bucks. I'm staying yeah, in that fire. I think I'm going with the Bucks as well. It's a combination of Fitzpatrick on a roll and Big Ben on the road in that heat. Yeah, Big Ben's road, Florida home heat. road splits are awful. Yeah. It's muggy down there too. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm, mo- I'm mostly based off of Ben's home road splits. I mean, he's just so awful on the road. I mean, like I said, like there's a potential that he has a good game, but I mean, I don't think it's not extremely you. likely. Yeah, I, I can't trust it. All right, so that's that's a week three preview as far as fantasy goes. We got a little time here. We're gonna do a quick name game. So here's how it's gonna work. I love the name game. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask each of you guys a question. Okay, so only one of you is gonna answer one question. Then I'm gonna go to the next person. Okay, and um, it's gonna be two names as of week three in the 2018 season. Who do you want to have on your team for the rest of the year? Okay. Mason, I'm going to start with you. All right, hit me. Patrick Big Stones Mahomes. Yep. Or Russell Wilson. Ooh. Stones or Dangerous, huh? Wow. I'm going with my boy Stones Mahomes. I mean, for me, as Patrick Mahomes' owner, Mm. already, uh, I mean... We had t- me and Susan talked about this on the last podcast. I listened. It was uh, good. Thank you. Good job. Um, Not better than me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but I think, like, obviously his production is going to go down. I mean, there's no way that he's going to keep up this pace. All right? Um, but the amount of weapons that he has around him, there's no reason why he can't, you know, he's not going to score six touchdowns a week, but there's no reason why he can't put up, like, 300 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Russell Wilson might be, you know, like he's a more prestigious quarterback. He's been in the league for a while now. Um, you, know he's good. you know that he's good, but he suffers of the fact that Seattle doesn't have a running game. Mm. They basically don't have any wide receivers without Doug Baldwin. Mm-mm. And they have no offensive line. Mm. So, I mean, there's the potential of him not putting up any points because his offense sucks. Yep. And there's also potential of him getting hurt because no he has no protection. <laughs> so, I mean... No, I, I agree. I, I would definitely take Patrick Mahomes at this point in time. Yeah. I'd definitely take After Patrick After week Mahomes. two, name game. Uh, Souza, next one's for you. Oh, boy. David Johnson or James Conner? Oh, my God. Wow, this one was way more difficult than mine. <laughs> Fuck this, man. <laughs> Oh my god, the risk. <laughs> oh shit. You've made these up on the spot too. Good for mm, you. Thanks. I would rather Oh my god. Like the thing is if James Conner if you told me James Conner's playing all year, I'd pick him because that running back position on the Steelers is just with the Angel Williams, James Conner, they all have great games. Mm. He's a, he's gonna be a running back one if he's every year if he's every week. David Johnson, again, I'm I'm feeling him more as like a Todd Gurley two years ago thing where he finished was like, you know, RB24 or the 20s, RB2. Um, right now, oh, my God. Now I'm thinking of, like, David a trade, David Johnson for James Conner. I got to stay with David Johnson. 
Yeah. Playing it safe with David Johnson. Well, like I said, it's been two weeks. If later in the season I ask you this question, it could change. But Absolutely. I respect that. Zach, I got one for you now. Yeah. Julio Jones or Tyreek Hill? That's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> you're basically saying... I, would, I honestly am going to say... Stones, Mahomes, go settles down a little bit. Oh, okay. And people have some film on 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 Tyreek. Uh, he's fast, but he, I mean, his first week was. I wouldn't say it was a fluke, but he hasn't played the best defenses so far. I'm gonna give give me give me Julio Jones in the long run. He finishes it. Uh, better wide receiver overall. All right. We'll see. We'll see if that uh, pans out. Mason, I'm going to go back to you for this one. Oh, boy. Cam Newton or Ryan Fitzmagic? Oh. Man, that's tough. Wow. All right. Do you believe in magic, Mason? I do. <laughs> or do you believe in superheroes? Well, I mean, all right, here's the thing. So, I think if we're talking about longevity of a season, I think Cam Newton is better. Because I think Cam Newton will be more consistent throughout the year. But, because I feel like we've seen this in the past with Ryan Fitzpatrick in his career, where he has these stretches where he goes absolutely apeshit. But then he comes back down to earth and he's what he is. He's a middle-of-the-road quarterback, at best. Um... If we're talking right now, this week, I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have Fitzmagic. The question is, rest of the year. Oh, rest of the year, Cam Newton. I I agree with that, but again, it's not my question. I'd go Cam Newton. If we're going rest of the year, I say Cam Newton because I think at some point uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is kind of gonna fall fall off a little bit. You know, not because I think. He's awful, or the Bucks are awful, or anything like that. I just think it's just, uh, just uh, what we've seen in the past from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and um, last one for you, Susan. Last one on the name game. Wrapping this up. Okay. Tevin Coleman or Austin Eckler. Oh man, why you do this? I would have loved Mason's questions. Um. You know, Coleman has the starting job right now. He could easily, like Zach was saying earlier, he could easily remain as the starting running back. I mean, he was supposed to be the starting running back a couple years ago, and then he got hurt, and then Devonta Freeman had the greatest year of his life. Um, so, you know, but, it's, but Devin Coleman can still take over. Austin Eckler's been really hot, doing better than Tevin Coleman right now, but Melvin Gordon's in front of him. I have to go with... Man. Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman? Tevin Coleman. Damn, you're lucky you made that choice. I was about to start playing the fucking Jeopardy theme. (laughs) My questions are fucking tough, all right? Yours were baby shit. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Wait, 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 so you're saying they're soft like Demarius Thomas? No, 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 no. No. Nope. Nope. Nah, I think that's what you were saying. That's what you were insinuating. I understand. Uh, that. It's okay. All right, yeah, so uh, that's 
You guys hear that? Sizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Der Burgers. Zach, are the burgers good? Oh, they're Der, they're, they're good, dude. Hey. hey. All right, all right. I was about to hit end call faster <laughs> than you could say Der Burgers. All right, Zach, I'm going to start with you. What is your sizzling hot take for week three? Whew, putting me on the spot right now, huh? The hot seat. Whew, that's a tough one. Um, my sizzling hot take is that Dion Lewis uh, has one rushing touchdown, one passing touchdown, and the Titans roll over the Jaguars. Ooh, wow, that's a good one. When you say roll, you mean like, you know, like by two or three scores? Couple touchdowns. Couple touchdowns? Wow. Okay. Susan. Okay. The stove's on. Zach, Zach, you know, he, he preheated that shit. So now it's up to you. Ready to go. Yeah, that's, uh, that is hot. That's very hot. My hot take <clears throat> is that Matt Breida gets at least 20 carries this week. At least it's 20 not that hot. Not At least that hot. Yeah. That hot. He gets like 11 if he's lucky. It's not that hot. Less not than less than less than Alfred Morris each of these weeks. It's not that hot. Not that hot. Why don't you add uh, add like another constraint to that so that it's more hot? Yeah, yeah I mean, so it's a little. It's like you. you well, he's getting a rushing a, touchdown too. Frozen dinner. You put it in. Oh my you god. You didn't even let it get to you know nice and cool, yeah. hot like you could eat it. it like so like you're eating it right now where it's at like an unsafe temperature. You could get salmonella. Wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd say right around there. At least we, we've we seen Deion Lewis have great games. We haven't seen Matt Breida get close to 20 carries. Yeah, but 20 carries is 20 carries. Guys. He has 20 carries and he gets 20 yards. Who gives a shit? Yeah. He hasn't gotten 20 carries. And with Alfred Morris there, it will never happen. But I'm saying he's going to break away from Alfred Morris and get 20 carries. That's a big deal. Mm. All right. Mm. I still don't think it's that hot regardless. Because yeah. that means Alfred Morris won't be getting 14 carries. He'll probably be getting like five. Hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people think Breed is the better, you know. I'm not, I'm not trying to dismiss it. I agree with the take. No, I'm, I'm trying sure. to dismiss it. It's not, <laughs> it's not that hot. Okay. I, I, no, I agree, but I agree with the take overall. I just don't think it's that hot. Like, it's not sizzling. It's Zach, not sizzling. Zach, you don't have to suck up to uh, Sousa. He was a guest no, once. No, because I know that Sousa, because, you know, I respect Sousa's takes. This one, blow average. Well, I, did, I really don't think it's, it's a high possibility of this happening. Yeah. I think it's still going to be that same split. I don't think 20 carries is, is really a good It depends how the game goes. What if they're in a blowout? And then, you know, it's... We said it was going to be back and forth. Chiefs, yeah. man. We say a lot of things, too. Oh. Mason, your hot take for All week right. three. Fuck. My hot take... <laughs> Sorry, Souza. I forgot it was yeah. still your turn. Go dude. put on some mittens, you know, get a little warmer, and then come back. <laughs> yeah. My hot take is that this week we see a return to form for David Johnson. Ooh. Oh, okay. Over 100 rushing yards. Wow. Two touchdowns. Holy Ooh. shit. Yeah. Ooh. I don't like my, I don't like my burgers. Burn. Over 100. Over 100. Wow. Over 100. Hey, over 100. I'll be dropping off a present at your house. Because <laughs> so you're saying over 100 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns or two total touchdowns? Two total touchdowns. Two total touchdowns. All right. That's, okay. I cooled okay, it off a little bears. bit. But it is hot, man. It is hot. All right, Glenn. Let's let's hear the hottest take then, because obviously yours is that. All right. Well, I mean, Mason, you know. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Glenn. You, you, Mason, you picked the Bears, though, right? 
I did pick the Bears. So you still think they're going to win if he does that? Yep. Well, sometimes hot takes goes against uh, what you what your brain said in the picks. I did that the first week. My hot take was that the Browns are going to beat the Steelers, but I still picked the Steelers to win. Uh, and then and they tied. So and then Susan's balls ended up in another universe because of that. So it's, I mean, it's risky. Oh, why does Susan's balls come up every fucking Because he's that. still he's still looking for one of them. If you were a loyal listener, you'd know that they're in another universe. <laughs> Half of them. Half of them. Yeah, he's like. What's the volcano hot take? He's like yeah, Lance Armstrong. Armstrong. All right. I want some fucking lava. All right. Jeez. So we're turning up all four burners for this. Again? Yep. Yeah, it's going to be hot. I better have to call the fucking fire department in my house. It is going to be super duper hot. This Sunday, when the New England Patriots go up to Detroit and face the Lions, the 0-2 Lions, the Matt Patricia-led Lions, the disciple of Bill Belichick, Lions. Okay. Matt Stafford is not only going to outplay Tom Brady fantasy-wise, he is going to lead the Lions with 300 yards, four touchdowns, and a two-score win against the stumbling Patriots who are going to lose two in a row. Wow. He got that right. You know what? them earlier. Man? I will say you already picked them earlier, but four touchdowns, I mean... Four TDs. That defense is pretty bad. Yeah, 300 yards, not not too crazy. Four touchdowns, crazier. Win by two, even crazier. Two scores. That's, that's what yeah, I yeah, yeah, win yeah. by two scores. Win by two scores. Okay. That's yeah. pretty good. That's, 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 you know, you got to crank up the hot. You know what, Glenn? I respect that take. Thanks. I respect that. Yeah, it's not burnt. No, it's not. Mason respects any time his team gets beat because uh, yeah, he, he, he took him against he he took against his team. Yeah, that's what he does. He's a fair weather fan. He's no, not, he's not no, like no, us. No. Zach. You're a Bucks fan. Okay. I'm a Cowboys fan. Susan's okay, a Lions I, fan. I, I took the Bucks. I took the Bucks every week. That's and it. You know what? That's what I'm you gotta do. <laughs> that's what you got. You gotta put you know the 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 smarts behind it and the analytics, and you just gotta go with your your balls that Susan yeah, doesn't you have. Take, you gotta take your balls. <laughs> Your balls come up into your gut, and you push them back down. You say, "Give me my fucking team." That's it. Wow, that's it. I like Zach. It. it has been an honor to have you as the first guest over the phone for the Stella Seller Podcast. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on. We're gonna have to have you back again, whether it's in person, maybe you can come down to the Stella Seller and see it for yourself. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty nice setup we got here. It's pretty but, stellar. Uh, yeah, it's pretty stellar actually. Yeah. So Zach, yeah, want to thank you for having on. Um, we will be back. Reviewing week three with another recap next week. Um, and I actually have another guest that's uh, lined up. Ooh, are you kidding for, me? Uh, for the recap. Just for the record, Glenn doesn't tell us who these guests are. He just says, Yeah, we got a guest. And then we're like, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll be honest with you. It's uh, pretty fun. I, I'm looking forward to future ones. And, hey. You know, anytime we'll anytime we'll you want to come back on, we're, we're happy to have you. Great. All right. Great so uh, as for myself, Zach. Souza, Mason, we will see your ass next Sunday. Wait, follow us. Oh yeah, Zach, you want to give out a, a Twitter handle for uh, you know people to follow uh, you? Uh, I don't give that many hot takes out on Twitter, so uh, just follow these guys for their their, their hot takes. Souza's uh, shout shout outs at Mason Boyd, pretty funny. Follow, hey, why don't you guys <laughs> give yourself a little bit of a little bit of a uh, round of applause back there? Guys, hey. do a great job. Oh, thank uh, you, thank you. We so appreciate that. Keep it going. You're going you're gonna to make me cry, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Alright, so you can follow us on on Twitter at uh, at StellarSeller2, and you can follow us on Instagram at StellarSellerPod. Follow me at M underscore Boyd77 on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, follow me at Glenn Jr. on both Instagram and Twitter. That's G-L-E-N-N-J-U-N-Y-A. Junior. 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 And I'm at msouza underscore 120. Um, you don't need to follow me. Yeah, you don't have to. It's just cats. It's just and cats. Twitter polls. It's literally just cats. That's it. And All Twitter right. polls. So, uh, guys, I think we're done. So, without yeah. further ado, let's uh, let's get the fuck out of here.